Peter Tignani was the world's most beloved children's entertainer, but he put down the puppets and picked up the gavel to become the world's most beloved and respected jurist. This is TV court. This is real life. This is Uncivil Procedure with Judge Yanni. All right. Judge Peter Tignani presiding. Good evening, everyone. You can be seated. Thank you for being here on my show today. I really appreciate it. So we've got some cases for you that I think you're all going to really enjoy. So if you all gather around your television sets, I'd be more than happy to get started. So first up today, we have the case of Mr. Jelly Furtado. He put on a country jams and jelly beret, and he had a performer named Mr. Mitch Long. Now, Mitch Long, I understand, played some music with inappropriate lyrics. So you're suing him today for ruining your show. Is that correct, Mr. Furtado? Uh, your Honor, thank you. Uh, yes, and I just want to say I'm a, I'm a fan of yours. I'm a fan of the show. Um, but yes, uh, he ruined the show. Um, it's, it's, it's difficult to talk about, but, um, there were casualties, um, but yeah. And, and th thank you, Mr. Furtado. And I understand, Mr. Long, you were countersuing because shortly thereafter you discovered your collection of vintage cowboy boots was full of jellies and jams. Is that correct? Well, your honor, this man's in the wrong. Sure as my name. It's long. He can take his damn jellies and go back to. I haven't quite worked out the rest of that one, but yes, that's right. Thank you, Mr. Long. I appreciate it. So, Mr. Furtado, tell Telly. me. That's right. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Your Honor. Please, if you would be so kind, tell me about this show you had. What happened? Okay, well. I had a show. Uh, first of all, Your Honor, is it normal to, or acceptable to have a musical instrument uh, in the courtroom? Normal, no. Acceptable, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Well, I had this, uh, this, this country festival where we just celebrated all the, the jams, preserves, jellies, marmalades, compotes, those sort of things. Um, yeah, please actually tell us, what is a jelly and jamboree? Uh, well, first of all, you've got to know the difference between jelly and jam. A jelly is, it's the firmest but smoothest out of all of these, and it's made uh, specifically from fruit juice. There's no fruit pieces in it or anything. You know, that's that's your common smuckers, uh, the, those type of, you know, grape jelly. A jam is uh, made with chopped or pureed fruit and also sugar, pectin, whatever. So anyway, it's very important that you know the difference. Well, that was extremely fascinating. <laughs> Thank you for please filling us in. I appreciate that. And and so we had this uh, we had this festival, this country jamboree over uh, at Metro Metro Park on Lake St. Clair. Um, we have it every year. We usually get about four to five thousand people uh, every year. The past twelve years, it's been great. We have a great turnout, nice weather. Um. This year, um, I put out an ad to have uh, a, a, some music because we've never had music before. So 
Mr. Lung. Um, so why was it a country jelly and jamboree if you'd never had music before? Well, in the past, we had held the, the event more out in the country, in northern Macomb County. So it was literally in the country. It was li- Yeah, it was in the country, like north, out of Lenox Township, way out that way. But I, I, I had to bring it into this city uh, this year. So, But we, we still kept the name country because that's, that's what the locals know. So anyway, Mitch Long, uh, the gentleman here, uh, he answered the ad and he started to play some music, some country music. And at first, it, everything was going fine. And after a while, uh, people started getting really mean and rioting and swearing and fighting. And, well, you know the rest. The rest was in the, the, the Detroit News. So... Would you please, for the record, state exactly what words you found so offensive? Um, well, he, he, Mitch Long, he came up to a woman and said, hey, uh, uh, it's okay, please say it, it. It's just, it's difficult to say because it goes against everything I believe about the differences between, uh, you, you know. You can spell it if the, you the want. The preserves, the marmalades, the combos. He, Mitch Long, told a woman that preserves were made with citrus fruits, and that's not correct. Well, I can see how that would be incredibly offensive to you as an expert in the field. Yeah, I. Now, now Mr. Long, if you would please, uh, would you care to explain your actions? Now, your honor, you can't let this man speak to you like he has been. He's clearly witless, and I've got a witness who will speak on my behalf. That's my plan. Thank you for those beautiful. Thank Um, you. so, So who is your witness, sir? Hmm. This you're on my show is Margaret Thatcher Trombone, a kindly old lady who will drive you crazy and will tell you what you want to know. Thank you. M- Miss Trombone, are you here in the courtroom today? Yes, I am. Uh, barely, though. Well, while you're still with us, would you please tell uh, us, tell me what you saw? Oh, it was the most gratifying thing ever. He went up to this lady. Oh, wait, wait a minute, wait for it. Oh, okay. Uh, Remember uh, to breathe. I'm trying. You know, you scare me, Your Honor. I'm I'm very intimidating, I know. I know, with that black robe and that big mustache, you, you remind me of Errol Flynn. <laughs> oh, so anyways, he went up to her, and he said, which I believe is accurate, <laughs> oh, that uh, uh, jams are made of citrus, which in Michigan they are. Well, that's very interesting. Um, 
Mr. Furtado, he's saying the jams were made of citrus, not preserves. That's what she said. Okay, uh, I'd like to put it into the record that that is not correct. Uh, <laughs> um, do you do you have a witness of your own, sir? Um, I do have a witness. Uh, that is, um, my son, uh, John Travolta. <laughs> And uh, he, my son was there. He he knows exactly what happened. Um, is this the little boy, little Johnny Travolta? The little Johnny Tra- Travolta here. Hi, and, hi, daddy. And 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 the preserves. The preserves are uh, not made of citrus fruit. So that's marmalade. I just like to put that into the record. No, 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 little little Johnny. Uh, well, please have a seat. Here's a lollipop. Um, now, would you please, if it's not too scary, tell us what you heard that day. Well, I clearly heard that man with the guitar say to the really pretty lady that uh, there was citrus in the preserves. I think that's what I heard. Isn't that, da- Daddy? That's what you told me to say, right? Uh, sure, son. Yes, that's that's correct. Okay, okay. Thank you. Well, thank you, little boy. That was that was certainly enlightening testimony. Now, I want to I want to get briefly to this countersuit, sir. Now, your vintage cowboy boots were suddenly full of jellies and jams. Is it, do you think that this is related to your dispute with Mr. Furtado? Your Honor, I just can't believe that something like that was a coincidence. It hit me hard that day. I'd like to tell you about it. I went home just that day and I was ready to play my Nintendo Switch. I strapped down my cowboy pants and went to get in my cowboy boots and ran into a hitch. It was something I wasn't prepared for that day. This man, Jelly Furtado, he came in. Face say Hey There's jelly in my boots Hey I'm gonna kill that dude Because a jelly's as good as a jam but jelly's as good as a jam And I don't give a good damn If you tell me that there's a difference between a jelly and a jam A jelly and a jam A jelly and a jam And neither one of them belongs in my boots That, that was very, very interesting testimony Um, have you, I, I understand you brought the boot with you today here it is, Your Honor. Oh, goodness. Now, now Mr. Furtado, uh, I would like you to take a look at this boot. Would you please identify whether it's a jelly or a jam or a preserve? Okay. Um, that's definitely a jam. There's chopped and pure- pureed fruit in there. That's that's a peach dragon fruit marmalade. Or uh, peach dragon fruit jam, I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? And I'll admit it. I did it. He jammed. But he deserved it. Today. Jam my boots. Go on, man. 
tell him the truth. Jam my I jammed his boots. He jammed my boots. He had it coming. Jam my boots today. All right, there'll be no more duets in my courtroom. Thank you. Sorry, Ron. All right, so I think I've heard enough to rule on this case. Okay. Now, Mr. Long, in your line of work, you need to know when to hold them and to know when to fold them. Mm -hmm. And I'm very sorry to tell you this today, but today you will be holding them because I declare you the winner of this case. You are to get paid for your replacement cowboy boots because he admitted to filling them with jam. That's right, boy. For what you've done Oh, I think I'll name you After my son How would that work? I'll get back to you on that Alright, that was thank, thank you Alright, so you pay him for those boots And sure. this case is dismissed Thank uh, okay. you Thank you uh. All right, now we're going to be calling our next case today. And we have a Mr. Mickey Misery, who is a school superintendent. Are you here today, sir? Yes, I am, Your Honor. Thank you. All right. Now, I understand, Mr. Misery, you're here bringing a lawsuit against Tom Travolta Masterson trying to keep Scientology from being taught in your school. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. It should be criminalized along with a lot of books. Well, we're going to hear from Mr. Tom Travolta Masterson. Are you here today, sir? Yes, sir, I'm here today. Now, please tell us, um, why is it you're trying to defend Scientology in his school? Well, I, I believe that uh, all ideologies and religions should be should have a, a fair place in, in the public arena. Uh, th- this is America. We, we cherish our First Amendment. Um, so just, just like in history class and... Sociology classes. You're taught about uh, the Abrahamic faiths, the Eastern faiths. Uh, you know, let's 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 shout it out for Dianetics and uh, L. Ron Hubbard. All right, and Mr. Misery, you are firmly against this, from my understanding. You're trying to get an injunction, which I didn't even know you could get on TV court until I read it in the Constitution. <laughs> yes, thank you, Your Honor. As you know, L. Ron Hubbard roomed with Isaac Asimov. And, you know, this is just a science fiction religion. It's not even a real religion. Just a bunch of actors belong to it. And I don't want people in my school becoming actors. Well, from my understanding, acting is not an honorable profession. So that's a reasonable position. Now, now what do you say, Mr. Travolta, to the charge that you're making little actors? I believe that every... Every person uh, has it within them. Zenu, Zeno g- gave that to us uh, to, 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 to act if we need to. Uh, we all have to get through life. Uh, we, some of us get through it, comedy, through acting, through beating the shit out of other people. You know, we all have our ways of uh, doing things. But, you know, we, we do, Scientology does like to pr- uh, 
pride it, we, we pride ourselves in having lots of actors and a lot of celebrities, and we think that those type of people uh, have a lot to give and uh, have a lot of happiness to spread and try to make the world worth living. All right, well, Mr. Misery, uh, obviously you seem like a delightful fellow, so um, I would like you to, I understand you have a witness today you'd like to call to defend removing Scientology from your educational curriculum. Uh, uh, yes, I do, and and this is uh, uh, Joe Doe, and he's the operator of the galvanometer, which is the thing that would have to go on every school child to see if they're telling the truth, uh, and he's the main operator. Uh, we just flew him in from England, and uh, he's going to tell us what is involved with this galvanometer thing. Now, now please, Mr. Doe, spare no detail. Give us every, we need to know exactly what this galvanometer does to these children and exactly how you go about it. So please. I'm sorry, Your Honor, it's a galvanometer. Pardon me, galvanometer. Very, very good, Your Honor. Pleased to meet you. Um, I am, as uh, my dear esteemed colleague indicated there, Joe Doe, although that is the Americanization of my name. My actual name is Joseph Doseph. Um, naturally. Uh, naturally. Uh, I would like you to understand that the galvanometer is, in fact, a very sophisticated piece of machinery, and it's one that the so-called Dianetics experts need to not be uh, fooling with, as it were. Um, they're, they're making a right mockery of everything that we hold dear in the galvanometric science. You have to understand. What sort of things do you hold dear? <sighs> Numbers, readings, um, all sorts of auras, and... Um, the, the Scientologists believe that they can harness these forces, but in fact, they are dealing with things that are far beyond their understanding. Now, what can these meters do to children? Oh, um, I, I assume that uh, the cancer patient that we hooked it up to, uh, retroactively, some sort of time travel happened and gave him cancer before we had even met him, which is crazy. So it causes some sort of causality loop cancer. A causality conundrum, Your Honor. Causality conundrum. It that is does not sound, to be trifled with. That does sound horrifying. That's right. Now, now, Mr. Mr. Travolta Masterson, yes. uh, please respond to those claims. I would have to uh, agree with uh, Jodo in the sense that, yeah, uh, we, we do understand... Uh, there is a lot of power in the galvanometer, but once you move up the ladder in Scientology, you understand how to use it and how to harness the power. And Judge, uh, you're probably a wealthy man. For $25,000, we can get you under the first level of the new Scientology franchise. Now, how much would I have to spend to skip to like the third level? You would have to spend a quarter million dollars. That's $250,000. At that time, though, at the third level, you do understand time travel. Do you have a Venmo? Yes. Uh, we can set that up after, after, uh, after, after the show. Uh, let, let, me, let me tell you something. How does let – let me ask you something. How do you think Tom Cruise is almost 60 years old but looks like he's 42? I, I, I object, Your Honor. I think he's trying to buy the judge off. No, it does I'm, seem I'm just, like a bit of a bribe. I'm just giving information out I, here. He seems to be offering me a path to enlightenment more so than a bribe. That's exactly what it is. It's nothing. Now, I understand, sir, you brought one of your celebrity friends along to speak in behalf of Scientology. Is that true? Uh, yeah. Um, 
I, I had just mentioned Tom Cruise, and you know what? I have him in uh, my suitcase right here. He fits in nicely. Zip! Hey! <laughs> I can't believe you put me in there! Now, you gotta help me! Help me help you! Yeah, calm down, Tom. <laughs> I am calm! You're not calm! Get it? <laughs> Tom, remember how we talked about before? Sorry, inside voices. Inside. Yeah, inside voices. You're not getting paid $30 million to be here. You've already maxed out. I'm You're, not. No. What? We'll talk about that later. You've already maxed out uh, your level at, at the very top. No, and wait a minute. You'll you, see. You'll you told me $30 million. $30 million, you said. <sighs> well, that's after I get the new franchise up and running. I didn't want to tell you this, but we're having trouble. We're having trouble uh, recruiting. That's why. This is, let, let, this me talk to over, let me talk to you over to the, in, in the corner. Okay. All right, all right. That's why I was trying to buy off the judge. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a we smart play. It. I heard all of it from inside the bank. Right. But it is a good play. I like we, it. We need the wait, a minute, wait a minute. What, what, oh, why'd you bring I, the judge over to the corner, too? Was I not too? supposed to come over here? Oh, judge. Uh, anyway, judge, uh, let's, go, let's go, go, go. How about an autograph? Back it. Oh, all right. I'll let's get back on track. One. Here oh, you go. I, I object to these proceedings. I heard all of that. You're bad at corners, man. Ah. Yeah, well, I, I thought he was supposed to come in the corner, too. I'm sorry. We are recording a show. This is all very confusing. All you know right. what, Your Honor? You drive a hard bargain. I'm here for it. I, I can appreciate that, sir. You seem like the kind of man who would love an autographed 8 by 10 of me. You know what, though? You have to show my friend the money. <laughs> show him the money. Well, I'd be happy to show him the money if he buys me off. <laughs> right, I'm, now, Mr. Mr. Misery, I understand that schools can be pretty corrupt, too, so would you like to make a counteroffer to buying me off? Yeah, Your Honor, I can make you a counteroffer if you throw this man out of the court right now. We will buy you the small island of Spitsbergen, which is down in the tropics, and uh, provide you with a plane and uh, and bikini-clad stewardesses and all the food you can eat for the rest of your life. Your Honor, my dose of offshore accounts are there, and it's lovely. That does seem very tempting. I understand you have one of the bikini-clad stewardesses here to allure me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here she. This is our finest. She's six foot two. 125 pounds, and has the deepest sexy voice you'll ever hear. Hey, Your Honor. Well, hello there. You are a lovely specimen. Thank you. Now, uh, at this point, it's pretty clear that whoever manages to make me the best deal is going to win this case. So what have you got for me? Well, have you ever seen someone do this before? Not with a goldfish, no. <laughs> Imagine what else that could be. A slightly larger fish? Two goldfish. Maybe a tuna fish? I tried that. Almost died. Two All right. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm sold. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Masterson, but you, you can't, unless you've got three goldfish up there, I don't think you can compete. I, I, let, let me tell you something. That, that island, Spitsbergen... That was one of Jeffrey Epstein's islands. That was one of his rape islands. Just, just so you know, I want, I want that to be put into the record. I spent I, I two assume years you, there. I assume you visited several times. Uh, uh, no. We on video. <laughs> oh, hey Jeff. Hey, let's uh, let's have a little fun here, Jeff. Uh, Your Honor, can you please turn that video off? I don't uh, know how this how this information got in here. I, I that is you. not me. That is a fake video. 
Uh, all right, I, I've, I've heard enough. <laughs> I, I've, I've definitely heard enough. There's no way I can be officially seen going to Jeffrey Epstein's islands, so I'm going to have to rule in favor of Scientology. It can be yes. in every school across the country. I'm sorry, Mr. Misery. You're going to have well, life isn't fair, and neither is me. Your Honor, I must protest the danger that you are unwielding on our school children. All right, tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it down the middle, and it won't be any children in England, so you don't have to worry, sir. Very well. Only American children will be tortured with this device. Thank you, thank you. And it's not torture. You're you're opening up your mind. You're being enlightened. Uh, you could throw all that psychology and psychiatry crap and drugs out the window. Scientology is the only thing you need. Did someone say drugs out the window? (laughs) You are an evil man. (laughs) All right. Well, that that case is dismissed. So, gentlemen, please, uh, you can actually stay here if you want, ma'am. I'd be more than happy to to make a spot for you right next to me. (laughs) Did we win? (laughs) Fine. It was lovely meeting you. I'm keeping the goldfish. Wash them. All right, all right. My next case. This is our final case of the evening. All right, this this one I understand is is pretty complex. So uh, hopefully, all you've got all your listening ears on there, boys and girls, because this one is very important to listen to. We've got Mr. Johnny Boulder, who I understand was staying at a Holiday Inn Express, and then afterward did open heart surgery on his Labrador Retriever. And unfortunately, he did not become a heart surgeon overnight, and so the dog bled out and died. So he is suing the Holiday Inn hotel chain for their misleading advertisements. Uh, I understand that the Holiday Inn chain has sent along a representative, Mr. Fontalbert Cuthroy Holiday IV. Is that correct, sir? Little Lord Fontalbert Cuthroy Holiday IV, if you please. I'm, I'm very sorry. Little Lord... Fondelbert Cuthroy Holiday the Fourth. You, Your Honor, may call me Little Lord Holiday. And I understand you are actually countersuing Mr. Boulder. Uh, it's a very recent addition to the file. It, it literally just got added for apparently for sexual assault because, from what I understand, he scratched his buttocks in the waiting room outside I in front of you. I was disgusted, Your Honor. I uh, could not believe it. I'd never seen anything quite like it. Well, well, we're going to resolve this case once and for all, Okay. All right, so, so to begin with, Mr. Boulder, please tell us a little bit about your Holiday Inn experience. Uh, yeah, you know, I was uh, I was there, and they, they advertise uh, free surgery tables, you know, if you stay a, a week there. So I was staying there a week, you know, and uh, you know, my dog, he, he ate some uh, people food, and he got all congested up inside. So I do what I normally do with my dogs. I cut them open, and, uh, you know... The sheets that they provide at these Holiday Inns, they don't soak up anything. So I was not able to soak up, you know, not even a tenth of the blood. And the poor damn dog, he, he bled out. So I'm suing them for faulty equipment. Well, I mean, that seems very reasonable. I mean, obviously you should expect when you perform surgery in a motel room that you're going to have all the tools you, you would expect a hotel room to have. You're going to expect to have clean scalpels towels, a nurse, an anesthetist on hand. That just goes without saying. I can't imagine that any motel would not provide those regularly. First of all, Your Honor, if you check the fine print on that promotion, it ended on Halloween. This man stayed on December 21st. We did not have a Christmas promotion for free surgical tables. Our Christmas promotion was a free homeless man in every room dressed like Santa Claus. 
Well, well, let me ask you, sir. Was there a homeless man in your room dressed as Santa Claus? Now, I, I got to say, there was no homeless man in the room, and I don't read the fine print. Who reads the fine print? Should be the same sheets. So uh, I just did the surgery because I figured, you know, it was still good. And as far as me scratching my ass, <gasps> you know, or buttocks, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you can't take that little Fontaloy boobaloos. This inbred, <laughs> illiterate dog, no finer than the dog he cut open on our beautiful hand-embroidered sheets, must be thrown into the dungeon of your harshest prison, Your Honor. What are we doing, Shakespeare here? <laughs> uh, so let's let's address let's address the elephant in the room. The 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 buttocks incident occurred directly outside in the hallway. I understand, you know, we this, we, we film at this studio ONTV, and I understand there was actually a witness to that. That's I, right, my very own security manager. Well, yes, I, I understand your security manager was there, but we actually I actually heard a witness when I was talking to my colleagues. I understand that podcast host Fizz Williams was right out there in the hallway uh, preparing to do his show, and he saw everything. Oh, wonderful! I'm such a fan. Now, Mr. Williams, yeah. th thank you so much for stopping in on our show. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Yeah, good. Yes, uh, oh, so I, 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 I did see uh, 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 Mr. Boulder uh, scratch his butt. Uh, yeah? Well, uh, please describe there it. There you have it. No, that's, that's enough. I cannot take any more I, of this. I, I, I don't, what else do you want me to, to, to say about it? Yeah, he scratches his butt. What, what, well, what it, details do you want? In, in, Give me more details as far as what direction he was scratching his buttocks in. With what hand did he use? He used his right hand and his his he was scratching his butt in the direction of Mister uh, Holiday the Fourth. Uh, Lord, little Lord Holiday uh, the Fourth, please, little Mr. Lord Williams. Holiday the Fourth. Thank uh, you. You know, you could tell he had a sweaty butt. Uh, he took his oh. he took his index finger. Oh no! And, no, I... <laughs> and but this isn't too gross. He just touched the very top of of the crack. You know where the tailbone starts? Was crack exposed, sir? Just the top inch oh. of the crack. You know, you're, where, a, you're making me relive this, and this does not seem right. Where it starts to, you know, where the where the crack starts to just start. I mean, if you, it's you nothing were to gross. describe it uh, on the shape of the moon, the full moon being the entire buttock. Oh. 12 o'clock. Like if the moon was like a clock? Sure. <laughs> 12 o'clock. It'd be at the very top. Your Honor, I must protest. Well, your protest is hereby noted. Thank you, little lord. You're welcome. Now, from what I understand, based on this testimony, um, you really need to get a better belt, Mr. Boulder. Yeah, you, you know, it. Uh, it's not any worse than uh, a plumber or anything. You know, I wasn't nowhere near plumber crack. It was just a finger length, you know, and... And I offered to let him smell it afterwards, but... <laughs> did, he, did he take you up on your offer, Most sir? certainly he, not! He advanced in my direction and then stopped about about halfway through, you know. So I thought he was interested. Your Honor... Good heavens! Uh, little, little little Lord Holiday, uh, I will admit, he did... His his eyes widened and his nostrils flared. In and horror! He, he started... Well, I can only tell you what I saw. And, uh, so did he appear it, to enjoy sniffing he, the fingers? He, he, got, he got closer and closer. His eyes widened. His, his nostrils flared. The very corner of, his, of the right side of his mouth just perked up a little bit. He got within 12 inches of the finger, but then he had to so jerk his head So he appeared to be smiling while sniffing the finger yeah, after he, it entered the buttocks. I he wasn't, shan't put up with this besmirchment of the holiday name! 
name? And he, drooling. Look, a little bit of drool came out the right side of his of his face, but I had missed my afternoon tea. Yeah, that's that, that's what I saw. Well, Mister Little Lord, I would like you to call your your bodyguard. Maybe he had a different perspective on the matter. Tell us about your bodyguard briefly. Big Tony, protect me from these bad men. Little Lord, uh, do you? Are you sure you want me here today? Uh, <laughs> you have okay. to tell them what Please, okay. Please, Mr. Large Tony, if you would. Yes, uh, Your Honor, uh, Large Tony here from Utica, Michigan. Uh, so. Remember who signs your checks. <laughs> long, long thing short. Uh, little Lord uh, has been down on his luck lately. Uh Little Lord, I, I would just wanted to tell you, uh, we were gonna have a an intervention uh, back back at back at your office, but we decided to do it here. And I guess I'm the only one that showed up, but we wanted to give you an intervention. You've been smelling too much butt lately. You gotta be kidding me! Um, <laughs> this is... We we everyone close to you, your friends, your family, me, your security manager. We've told you over the past. Six or seven months, you've been smelling too much butt. This is flatly outrageous, so, so, Big Tony. You so, betrayed me. Mr. Large Tony, what you're saying is he's become sort of a serial butt sniffer. Ser- yeah, yeah so your classic S- SBF huh? or SBS. Uh, and he has not been responding uh, to our, our pleas to stop being a pervert. So we decided the best thing to do is just do it in a, a semi-public arena. <laughs> That's why I had to come on here and tell him that he doesn't need to sniff butts anymore, that he can get into recovery. Uh, there's medication he can take. Sort of a butt sniffer's anonymous. Yep. BSA of America. Big Tony, you are fired! I don't have to uh, stand here and put up with all of this! Uh, uh, <laughs> your, your Honor, Your Honor, I, I, I'd, yes, like Mr. To, Boulder. Yeah, I'd like to add uh, uh, to my case, I would like to add sexual assault to my case because he's he clearly... A serial butt sniffer, and well, and I would like to add that to uh, two of my case, eh? That that seems incredibly reasonable. So we're gonna add a count of sexual assault via butt sniffing. I don't have we... to take this. My father will hear of this. Your stupid show will be shut down on the morrow. <laughs> uh, little light, front Leroy, come here. Here, take this magazine. It's got a scratch and sniff on the back of oh, it. Oh, Your Honor, I, I think he, I think. I think he might be uh, tempting my 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 Mr. Holiday uh, by giving a scratch and sniff. I, I I think we need to draw the line somewhere. Uh, I think that's fair. I, I think you should scratch it and sniff it and then describe it to him. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's the nastiest, smelliest, foulest butt smell ever. Oh, boy. it makes me drool. I think of, I think of rotten onions. Oh, yeah. Limburg cheese. Gross. Oh, Limburg oh. cheese. Oh, Limburg cheese. Oh. Can I blow it over to you. <laughs> oh wow! I think the whole courtroom could smell that now. Uh, I can certainly smell it now. Oh, All right, could could I borrow that, please? Here you go. Drop the case. Okay, I'm. <laughs> I've changed my mind. Big Tony, you're reinstated, Your Honor. You may Thank continue you. having your show. <laughs> Thank Goodbye. You. Thank you, little lord. All right. I suppose that resolves the case of the smelly butt, but there's still the issue of the Holiday Inn surgery. 
So, do you have any witnesses that relates to your surgery, sir? Uh, yeah, I got, uh, I got the maid. She came in halfway through and, uh, helped me with the surgery. Susie Sharpshifter. No, I understand she doesn't speak any English, so we need to translate for her. Yeah, yeah, she's, you know, it might come off as gibberish, but, uh, uh she brought her translator. Uh, actually, we pulled, uh, Fizz Williams out of the hall because he speaks 142 different languages. All right, so please, for the record, tell us what you saw the surgery that day. Yabeshkira. Uh, I, I went to the room. Storyvorska, dude. Uh, I saw the dog, uh, split open. There was blood everywhere. Uh, I thought to myself, this is very irresponsible. Um, I, the first thing I thought of was I need to go tell my management. This, this is very wrong. I was scared. That sounded pretty scary to me. Now, would you please ask her, did he appear to have a surgical license? He did not. Well, I mean, that, we, we can't, Mr. Boulder, did you not have a surgical license even though you were in a Holiday Inn Express? Well, uh, I had my uh, Starbucks card, and they told me that I could use it for surgery if needed. But how many punches did the card have? Uh, I got it right here, Your Honor. I believe it has eight here. Story first. Nyada break it. Nyada break it. Oh, I see it. I see. There's only seven punches on. Yeah, I was gonna say there's only seven. You have not reached the free surgeon's <sighs> license. So I'm afraid, sir, I cannot rule in your favor until you go to star. Fortunately, there's a Starbucks in the lobby. So if you want to run out real quick, I'll, I'll be right back. Get me something, would you? like the flash. Okay, here. All right. There you go. Mocha. <laughs> Thank mocha you. Mocha for you. Uh, mocha for oh. you, sir. Oh, All right. You, you yeah. now have eight punches, so you're a licensed surgeon. So retroactively <sighs> speaking, you had every right to operate on that dog. Oh. Thank you. you Holiday right. Inn did not provide mm. the necessary tools. So I'm going to rule in your favor in mm. the amount of one golden retriever, twelve ninety-five. Thank you, Your Honor. Um, I'm going to round that to $13 because <laughs> who wants a nickel, right? Yeah, you're a saint. So he, make sure when you see, I understand that the little Lord is in the bathroom sniffing his magazine. So just please knock on the door, get your $13 and go about your business. Okay, I'll do it. Hey, hey, hey. I'm in here. Slide $13 under the door. The honor, uh, the your honor guy. I don't care. Here you are. Go away. Uh, oh, oh. Here's 2000 Go away. Oh, oh, geez. okay. Thank you. All right. Uh. So there you go, folks. Uh, that's my rulings on all our cases today. Um, now, I understand that there, we've, we've got a couple people in the audience who have enjoyed the show who'd like to maybe say a few words. We have a Mr. Adam Sunburn. Adam Sunburn, hello. Hi there. So is there anything you'd like to say about the show, Mr. Sunburn? I was uh, terribly entertained. I, I don't like going outside, and the fact that this show was inside really especially helped me enjoy it. And your face is nice. Thank you, Mr. Sunburn. No I matter what anyone it. says. And then we've got 
We've got Pat Capruccio here. Pat Capruccio, please, is there anything you'd like to say about the show? Uh, yes, I'd like to say that you're an incredibly handsome man, especially with that Errol Flynn mustache. I think you're probably the next Judge Wapner. Thank you, Mr. Capruccio. And then we have uh, Andrew Walker, who's one of the producers here at the station. He happened to wander in. Yeah, so uh, thank you for filling in while Fizz was out of town. Um, he did happen to pop in. <laughs> he he did. Uh, he's kind of like Nightcrawler from X-Men. When he hears his name, and uh, if he's within 4,000 miles of the studio, he, he just, like, flashes here. Anyway, he's out in Los Angeles doing something. Um, but yeah, thank you for filling in. And, uh, uh, in the future, if you would like to do this uh, show again, I'd be happy to produce it. Um, also, uh, I have a side project, a sketch comedy troupe called Magna Carta. We're coming out with some digital shorts here in the near future. So check that out on social media, but yeah, your show was great. And then lastly, we have a uh, Mr. Mr. Trevor, no, Trevor Sexton. Let, let's see if he has anything to say. Oh, thank you, Your Honor. I really appreciate that. Um, well, I want to say I really enjoyed the show. Uh, you had some very interesting and entertaining guests, and I really appreciated getting to watch them. And have a good night, everybody.